Lisa, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? Hello again, and welcome to the Star Wars Rebels Without a Cause podcast. I'm your host, Kendall. With me, as always, is Nick Jew. Hello, everyone. And Dwight Snyder. Hey. All right, so we're going to be talking about Gathering Forces, the mid-season finale of uh, Star Wars Rebels tonight. Uh, First impressions, Nick. Well, first off, I love that we go back to that asteroid planet basically or that asteroid with all the the night creatures i think it's it's really well done in the fact that they they created these really sweet creatures and we actually get to see them again instead of it's just a one-off and mm-hmm. we'll, mm-hmm. and they might as well be forgotten uh everything else about the episode i think i liked Dwight, how about you oh i enjoyed it i mean you hits all the key points but the uh, different storylines going on it all works well together I'm excited to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the uh, the interesting thing about the the not I I I was trying to find the name of those creatures because they are not they are not in de- they are not Gundarks. I believe they're like Furnox. Furnox. I just looked it up. Really? Yeah. That's what they're. I, that is literally what I was going to say because I remembered that uh, it was there was it was some combination of something and knock. Because somebody was like, fur is like fear, and then knock being like night, so like fear the night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. I th- yeah, I, and this was in one of the Facebook comments of the trading card that they posted. I couldn't couldn't dig deep enough in my Facebook to, to find what we were watching. But it's interesting, because those, those really felt like a one-off, like ki- almost kind of a gimmick. You know, I didn't... I liked him better in this episode, I think, than I did in the first one. But it, but that first, the first time we saw him, it really felt like a, felt like a, felt like kind of a gimmick. And and they and they brought it back. It's interesting. It's it's like they keep returning. It's just like when they're returning to Lothal time and time again. It really feels like they're creating. They, it's sort of their their port their section of the galaxy. You know. The, the assumption, you know, maybe this, this asteroid field is just, you know, a, a, a system or two over. Right. A short hop away, which makes sense since it's still the same day as the last episode. Right. Empire Day. Of as course. Rose's birthday. Of course. Yeah. Which, uh, reiterate, that was, that's cool. That that's right. His birthday. And it, it is nice to see that it's a consistent area that they're in and the characters haven't forgotten entirely what they've gone through they're right. still working off the same information that that we've seen from them right right it doesn't feel like a like a reboot every episode yeah right yeah that's that's a that's a good thing i agree um i uh so uh, so what do you think of and we sort of saw this at the end of the last episode but the uh the like night helmet the the like night looking helmet thing that uh that the Inquisitor has when he's flying the when he's flying the Tide Vans, which I thought was which I thought was being flown by a different Right. I thought that in... w- the first time the first episode we watched, I thought that was being flown by that Imperial pilot that they'd mentioned, the Baron yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And when I saw finally him walking around with that helmet, I was incredibly confused that it had been him. 
I guess they didn't really do a fantastic job yeah. of conveying that it was yeah. him. And we didn't watch, I mean, we didn't watch part one right before watching this, which we maybe we should have. Well, no, I remember being confused last week, too. I wasn't confused. Okay. No, wait, last week you were the one who told me that it was the other guy. Yeah, I was the one that told you that it was the other guy, because I was pretty sure it was. Okay. But, uh... Maybe I wasn't paying attention. You just attention. didn't know you were confused. Yeah, I week. wasn't confused. I was just wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed that. Um, good stuff. I liked seeing the Inquisitor fail. He was like, my master is not going to like this. Mm, right. Mm -hmm. It's always fun to see the bad guys just completely fail. Yeah, I, yep. I really liked that whole... Th it was a shame that the feed was kind of messing up, but the whole lightsaber duel scene uh, with uh, with Kanan and Ezra, and like I and like Ezra picks up the lightsaber, and you think they're going to duel, duel it out, and, but no. No, the Inquisitor's just like, I am so like, much better than you. My lightsaber. It was very reminiscent of uh, the Anakin and, and, and uh, the duel in episode two. Between Obi Wan, Obi -Wan Anakin, and, Anakin and, Dooku. and Dooku, yeah, right. I was thinking the aesthetics very much harkened back to that, with the the very dark, monochromatic color palette mixed with the red and the blue lightsabers. I mm -hmm. thought that was a really nice touch, and I was glad to see that come back. Also about that scene, I thought it was it was really interesting that even though the Inquisitor seemed like he was going to kill him the entire time, he was sort of interested in perhaps stirring the dark side within Ezra. Uh. So I'm not entirely sure what his objectives are. If he's trying to turn him to the dark side a little bit, he mentioned that he could teach him a little bit about the dark side. So I wasn't sure if he was just going to teach him and then kill him out of spite, mm. or maybe if he wanted to grab him and recruit him, maybe back to that Imperial Academy thing where they were pulling the Force Sensitives out mm -hmm. and perhaps training them. Yeah, I, so so here's here's my thing, and this has always kind of bothered me ever since I was a small child watching Return of the Jedi. Like this this idea, and I've and I've sort of and I've sort of come to terms. They've they've tried to explain it a thousand times, and they even did in this in this episode. This idea that if you get pissed off and you kill the bad guy, then you're you're going to turn to the dark side, and there's no hope. And if you, but if you, but if you do it like calmly, coldly, calculatingly, then you're, it's like, it's like sometimes it's okay to kill people and sometimes it's not. It's like morals. It's, it's like if you're, if, and it's also to do with anger. They say anger leads to the dark right, side. Right, but, right. It's a question whether good and logic are, are completely intertwined yeah. in the same way that emotions and the dark side and being right. evil is completely intertwined right. and if you can't mix the two or somehow be good and still mm -hmm. feel things mm -hmm. yeah my i mean because my thing my thing is you know there's always these situations where and 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 here i'm gonna i'm gonna go into a, a little schoolyard schoolyard theory here in a second uh because that's the point of podcasting uh but you always have you always have the this you know palpatine or or vader or whatever and they're like sort of They've got the, they don't have, they no longer have the upper hand and they're like, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, kill me. And then you're definitely going to be a bad guy and there's no turning back. Um, it's like, it's like this moment. If you have this, it, it's this, this idea that you have this moment of weakness or this moment of, of, of anger. And then you're, 
you're stuck. You're, you're, you're forever. You're a, you know, once you start down the dark path forever, will it dominate your destiny? And I just, it's sort of, it's sort of hard to, hard to buy. Now, now in this show, in this episode, of course, we see uh, Ezra has his moment of darkness where he summons the crazy big monster thing. And that, and that supposedly hurts him. But like, I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if, if part of this whole, you know, join me and da, 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 is just the bad guys manip- trying to manipulate people into being like, okay, I'll join you. And then he go, then he stabs you like psychological, like, yeah, it's just, it's just one more weapon. It's not necessarily serious. It's just, they're just preying upon the doubts or it could be addictive. Like we hear Ezra saying he does not remember what happened. It could be like some kind of chemical release when he gets that experiences that dark side of the forest that might be an addiction that he'd be like, oh, I want to get to that place again to do that again, to feel that way. Yeah, the the, the interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting moment when he says uh, that when he when he sort of blacked out, he doesn't remember. Right. Um, I. I mean, the assumption there is that is that he was just overcome by the by the dark side, I guess. Although I I don't like that that was the considered the dark side because it didn't seem like that much of the that much of a dark side. Right. I was kind of surprised that to do. that Kanan was kind of upset that he got the the monster the the mama fine fair knock or whatever to yeah, fair knock because yeah. honestly that seemed like a pretty good strategy. Because yeah. without that, they were all dead. Because <laughs> he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't, like, just blatantly he was, yeah, killing he did, him. He, he was, didn't he scream, was kinda... I'm going to kill you. And yeah. Yeah. He just, he used what he had, and maybe he wasn't doing it with the best of intentions. I don't know. And Kanan was out when he did it, so how would he even yeah. know? Yeah, it was It was sort of Maybe Kanan weird... sensed it, and it was like, okay, he feels something well, dark. Well, that's what, some sort of different. residual dark said, energy Yeah, he him. said, he said like, oh, no, or no, don't do it, or da 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 but I don't know. It was, that seems to me like exactly what the light side, a light side force user would do, who's been, you know, you're throwing the, the regular Fernox, at the, at right. the stormtroopers. Why, why is throwing the, the big Furnox so different than mm. using all the little ones? Maybe yeah. it takes that little extra power from Which the dark can... side to control that big creature. Right. But I think it comes down more to what using the Force has always kind of been about is intentions. Mm-hmm. Why are you using it? And is it for the right reasons more than what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I I suppose it just it just always is... It's always sort of bothered me that that they can that that you're in this situation and it's like I I mean I I don't know like you know like you go to you, like you look at Return of the Jedi and of course of course Palpatine at any time could just have can just electrocute you and he's never in any real danger but you know Luke's it it looks like Luke is gonna strike this guy down in in cold blood and and he says you know you know, strike me down and then your journey to the dark side will be complete and everything. And it's like, he's come, he's, he's the one thing he's got left is you must confront Vader. And then now Palpatine saying that you're not allowed to kill him because you're, because you're in a bad mood. Like, right. it just, well, he had to confront Vader. He didn't necessarily have to defeat him. He just had to right. sort of come to terms with his relationship with Vader. 
I, I mean, well, and then somehow stop the empire. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it is. I think, it's a I little think confusing. At that point, I think at that point, Yoda wanted him to kill Vader. Yeah, like, I'm pretty straight sure. up. I think, but Luke's the only one that didn't want that didn't want to kill Vader. Yeah, he wanted to turn him good. Maybe Obi Wan didn't, but Obi Wan was also dead. So, eh. <laughs> Obi no Obi Wan believed uh, that you know the the good man that was Luke's father was dead from a certain point of view. Mm, yeah, well, anything could be argued from a certain point of view with Obi Wan. Yes. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think that. But I, I can definitely see your point, and I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll agree that Obi Wan probably wanted him dead. I think that that to Obi Wan, um, when he left him on when he left Anakin on Mustafar, he considered was, his friend dead. He was, yeah. yeah, he was gone. You know, only a Sith deals in ab- absolutes, which is in itself an absolute. Yes. Awesome. It's always a nice touch. But uh, anyway, where anyway, we, the, where the were we show, <laughs> the sh- the show that we were watching, um. So, uh, so this thing with Ezra's parents, yeah, which we don't know, but the but now Hera knows. I love the fact that Ezra's family uh, family portrait is actually like a hand drawn cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a wonderful touch. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be like a portrait or if it was like, well, it's not what a hologram looks like because we've seen holograms. Right. So it's just a very stylized Happy Times picture uh-huh, i suppose uh-huh. i liked i liked the i liked the way it looked I, I think it was i think it was supposed to be like a photograph okay yeah i, th- um, I thought so too it just the style difference i think hit me right right and i still liked it honestly yeah definitely i like how sabine's trying to help him come to terms with this and yeah this is this it. is like the first time we've ever seen sabine be nice to ezra right something she cares about and is also not super whiny so Makes me like Sabine a little bit more, I suppose. <laughs> I liked her hair in this episode. I don't know if there was I anything different. I don't if know if I noticed color. the difference. I think it was more blue or something. It could something. have just been the lighting that they used. Yeah, I liked her hair. For some reason, I noticed her hair a little a lot bit of, more. A lot of the scenes, I think, used a, a, a colder, more blue lighting mm-hmm. to sort of set the mood. I feel like the overall look is is even improving over the first few episodes. I think they really have uh, kicked up their style. They're getting a little more consistent, a little more... Now that they've sort of, I think, got their their actual storytelling method down, I think they're uh-huh. focusing a little bit more on some of the other. Th- yeah, the uh, especially the, the aesthetics, especially the Imperials, the the Star Destroyers and the Tie Fighters and the Stormtroopers, look more and more like real. Right. I really like the Stormtroopers in this episode. I mean. They they every time you see one he basically he gets knocked down by a Furnock, which I thought was pretty funny, but <laughs> they're trying. They're doing their best to protect the Empire. Mm-hmm. And I, I suppose that plasteel armor must be working a little bit against the Furnox because you didn't really see any of them uh down at the end. They were just they just sort of get knocked yeah. around. Kind of like I imagine fighting Ewoks would be mm-hmm. if there weren't a thousand of them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um and of course, we see another thing. We see is uh, possibly a hint as to who Fulcrum is, and uh, it's looking like it's probably uh, Bail Organa. Bail Organa. Wonder if it could be. I wonder if it could be Leia Organa, like a young Leia Organa, because she'd be about sixteen now, fifteen. I mean, she's about the same age as Ezra, so she'd be fifteen. 
how long before New Hope did we establish this was? I can't remember. Five years? Something like that. Okay. I know it's fifteen. It's fifteen years after, after. Right. I just Revenge don't remember how old they are in A New Hope, officially. Probably like twenty. Yeah, twenty-one. 22. I think they're they're between. Yeah, it's well, no, they're sometimes eighteen. Eighteen, so, really? I was thinking they were eighteen. Okay. I, I mean, timeline is. Yeah. But I mean, I I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Leia and maybe Ezra have a mission together. Yeah, yeah I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, wow. Leia would. Leia would be about Ezra's age at this point. Maybe a little younger. Okay, so uh, so they must be nineteen because Revenge of the Sith is nineteen years before A New Hope. Okay, so they're, they're probably nine. They're, they're so yeah, Leia would be within a year of Ezra, mm-hmm. a little younger. Yeah, yeah. So that could that would be kind of interesting to see if if they got some sort of mission where. He's trying to be protective of Leia or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Leia showed up in Leia showed up in the uh, Force Unleashed game with uh, alongside the people that were founding the the uh, rebellion. Okay, so so she at least in one telling of how the rebellion got got was formed, uh, she was heavily involved in that. So. That's you know it's it's you know not necessarily so much to look canon. forward to right. And if we were to see one of the big three appear, it would be Leia. We're not going to yeah. see Han. I hope. Please. Well, please we're going to see Lando see though. Uh, that's true. We might see Lando. We no, we are going. That's been confirmed. Oh right, because Billy D. Williams was confirmed yeah. as a voice actor. Right. <laughs> okay. Unless it's a, a maybe he's playing Lindo's father, Lindo, <laughs> Lindo Calrissian. Yeah. That's what he his brother he did the voice. He did the voice of Lindo Calrissian, which was Lando's father in the Star Wars Lego. When we were looking through the voice oh. actor stuff okay. a few weeks ago, so maybe uh, it could be Lando's father. Although no, that would be no, hilarious. it's, it's yeah, okay. not gonna yeah. be Lando's father. That would be funny though. Um, but okay, so maybe we see a young, a young Han who doesn't even have the Millennium Falcon. Right, right, right. I mean, we could see we could see anybody. We Not could see Luke. Anybody. I don't really see us seeing Luke like at all. Uh Luke. Luke could get into some trouble. Maybe we see Luke walk by in the scene, like right right past the Jedi. But he just walks right by him. That would be pretty good. I think we could but. see. I think we could see anything. I think. I think that we could. That the show could go on for six years, and then it'll be in time with. Oh, it's like <laughs> happening in in time with New Hope. Yeah. Maybe, and Kanan, and and at that point, the the ghost is going on secret on on super undercover secret rebel missions, and then they they meet the big three because they all they're all needed to go on the same mission to go after a bounty hunter on Old Mandel. Yeah, I okay, I could see that, and they help evacuate Yavin Four. And all yeah, that. yeah, or or you could or or I mean, set up the base on Hoth and all that stuff. Because the alternative is to have the Smallville problem where the show goes on and on and on and they, they keep introducing this stuff and, and then they sort of like run out of time. Yeah. <laughs> or, or the Clone Wars problem, for that matter. This, this There's idea so that, much content in such a teeny yeah. tiny little slice of time that they left for themselves. Yeah, now they did give themselves a little bit more time with, with this and it also they can mess with the timeline if they feel like it. And we already know there's a second season before the season aired, so... So much to look so forward at to. At least two years. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, or they could do the whole, you know, one year later, mm-hmm. if they if they defeat like if they defeat the Inquisitor, then maybe we'll do like a one a year time, later a time jump. A time jump. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I honestly wouldn't mind if they if they kept the if they kept the show going, um, beyond beyond where. Uh, the destruction of the first Death Star. I mean, that's that's honestly a fine time. There hasn't been a lot of writings between A New Hope mm-hmm. and Empire. Although that's when Jason Aaron's comic series is going to be. Exactly. There, there's space <laughs> there. Yeah. Space in between the movies is probably one of the more open areas. Yeah, which is interesting because you wouldn't think it would be. Right. Like, because but, you know, you have the beginning and you have the end, so it's easy to figure yeah. fill the gap. Well, you just have, I mean, it's it, you just have status quo and you tell stories in that status quo, and you can tell as many stories as you want as long as, and as long as you don't kill off, you know, you can't kill Luke, you can't kill Vader. <laughs> yeah, no paradoxes. You please. can't. You can't. They they aren't going to. And and this is even true now. They aren't going to completely defeat the Empire. No, it's not just not gonna happen. Although, not- although, wouldn't that be cool if, like, if they did, if if they did like episodes, and it's like, this is a- they actually helped get the, you know, they actually helped get the Death Star plans. You know, they, right? They were, they they uh, <laughs> maybe they set up the. <laughs> they Masashi were actually temple. there at the Battle of Yavin. You just didn't see them. Wait, they show up like twenty minutes late or something like that. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. They miss it. <laughs> That would be that would be because they talk. You talk about the show being Star Wars Firefly. Yeah, that would be something that would happen in Firefly, right? They're like, oh, we have these super secret plans. We've got to warn Yavin Four, and then they're late, and it's already yeah. over. I think that would be pretty. Hey good. guys, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. The only thing, I mean, the only problem is uh, if you go too, if they went too far into original trilogy continuity having another having two more jedi right the, the, oh, maybe they don't want to tell anyone they're jedi maybe maybe it turns out they did something bad mm. maybe they can't tell anyone yeah maybe well yeah maybe they maybe canon yeah canon and ezra keep it from from luke from, from luke and yeah that, that could be they, they maybe realize they're not that, jedi maybe he's just a padawan from a certain right point of may, view. maybe they think that that luke is more deserving of the title mm-hmm the last mm-hmm. Jedi than than maybe they are not the last of the old Jedi but the first of the new. Um, yeah, there's or a, there's a chance that they do something that they consider irredeemable. Right, right. Or maybe they go off. Or maybe they continue because because this group is is separate from the from like the established like ba- you know Bail Organa and and his group maybe they continue to be completely separate from the from the assap from the rebel alliance maybe they're just this I mean, small don't small we group. don't we aren't we already established that they're on the outer realms outer rim which outer is rim. which is the same area that tatooine is oh okay tatooine well, is in the outer rim i just figured maybe it was in, like in a different part of the galaxy that maybe that's where no the outer rim is the that areas that grand moff tarkin controls so the fact that they're in the outer rim actually means that they're in basically the area where a new hope happens. Although oh, okay. the outer rim is big because the outer the, rim is freaking because it's a yeah. rim. It it's goes, the, it's it the goes outside of the, all it's basically the, the, the entire yeah, outside so like of the galaxy. So like they could be at one point and then at the opposite point 
is where, you know, the main Rebel Alliance is, and they're just like an outskirt. Yeah, that's true. It could be. And that's why we don't see them in the original movies. They could don't still see, exist. I don't see Lothal on this uh, map. <laughs> well, yeah, it turns out they invented a new planet, and that's not in it was a, a several-year-old novel this, that you're holding this up. Math, this, this map is also not in continuity anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it burns. That map actually never happened. Anyway, speaking of the expanded universe, because I, I came upon this thought earlier but didn't really get a chance to say it, talking about the dark side and the sort of inevitable fall of anyone who has a bad thought, mm-hmm. in the expanded universe, Luke becomes obsessed with this because, as some of you may know, he turns to the dark side at one point and then is redeemed, mm-hmm. comes back to the light side, and be- he becomes convinced that anyone who does anything remotely towards the dark side will fall. Mm-hmm. And this becomes like an obsession with him, basically where he is con- like he's getting in the way of the other Jedi a lot of times because he thinks that they're about to turn to the dark side. It comes from, it sounds like it comes from personal experience. Yeah, he 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 played and with he, fire and got burned and he's and, overly paranoid. Well, a lot of Jedi do fall in the expanded universe yeah. because when you live in a uni- uh, galaxy-wide civil war where nine out of your ten, ten of your friends are dead in five years, that tends to happen. But also makes for more interesting stories. Yeah, it does. To have flawed, flawed heroes. And Luke, I, I still think I would have liked for Luke to not, not survive everything, or at least unscathed. I don't know. Luke lived a charmed life in the expanded universe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would have I would have really you know, especially if they were going to So so in my in my other my other podcast the podcast uh, the the comic my comic book podcast I've I've talked a little bit about them getting getting rid of the expanded universe and my my co-host was like, "Well, why didn't they if they were if they knew they were going to get rid of this continuity, why didn't they do crazy, you know, crazy things in the last few books or you know, you know, done you know, killed off a bunch of characters and this and this and this. And well, if they did that, people I think might have just stopped caring at all. And I think some people did stop caring. But yeah, no, what I mean true. is, what I mean is, like, like if why couldn't they have? And and because I mean, like, if you look at the at the the cutting at the the final edge of continuity, uh, the last the last couple books, um, you know, there there's there's a handful of things that were not quite there were some loose ends that weren't really tied up. You could have done, they could have done one last book where, you know, where, where, um, what's her name? The solo kid, the ah, shoot. Jaina. No, no. Um, the Jason's daughter, Elena, Alana, Alana or Alema or whatever. Something like that. She had, she went by different names where she becomes the Jedi queen, you know, yeah. Where, where that you know the prophecy comes true, and then you kill off the big three characters, and and you do all kinds of crazy things, and 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 it sort of wraps up the whole. You know, you could have done one one final epic novel to finish that, you know, to finish the legends story, but instead they just are like, we got to start, you know, right. completely fresh. But then I guess it comes down to who wants. I mean, maybe, but. Who wants to put that much effort into something that we've decided doesn't exist anymore? It, I'm sure there would Money. be an author who would be willing to do it to tie everything up. It would be yeah. kind of a big undertaking. But I mean, not 
author wise, but like their creative team behind that who decides whatever all mm-hmm. the big things that are happening. Like, how do you end Star Wars? Dare you end Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. And they probably <laughs> have to get the copyrights for it too. Well, no, yeah, yeah. no. Well, I mean, I mean, they already this own would that. be this would be Lucasfilm putting out the book. This and would by be this point, it'd Bantam been acquired by Disney or too. whatever. Uh, what you call it? Not Del Rey. It would be Del, Del Rey, Rey yeah. putting out putting out one final book. Um, Disney, I think, I think, had acquired it before they really got to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know, I know. I mean, I know. There's, I mean, they could put out whatever they want. I mean, comic books do do this kind of stuff where they have. I mean, where they, and Disney owns Marvel. But Marvel still gets to do whatever it wants. But I mean, like they, like, like they did. So the Spider-Man Clone Saga is this notorious, um, bloated event from the '90s that made everyone that people still haven't, like, people stopped reading uh, Spider-Man comics in 1994, and they still haven't picked it up because they were so mad that there were two Peter Parker clones, um, and and uh, and and a few years ago they did. Because part of the reason that the story was so bloated was because of editorial decisions and it was like kind of too popular. So they wanted to keep the story going a little longer than it should and ah. a bunch of stuff. So th- they basically they did a story that was a, just a six part. And it was basically this is this was the original pitch for the Clone Saga was this six issue story. And they put it out and they sold it, you know, however many copies sold it. I mean, I was at I was at Barnes and Noble a few weeks ago and. There's a ton of of the Star Wars Legends titles that have already gotten reprinted with the Legends banner on it, so I I really I, I really do think it would be nice if they get if they kind of wrapped up that story. Like I know it's not it's not canon, but it's still a legend. It's still a right. story that deserves an ending. And maybe one day they will actually finish up the expanded universe with my air quotes. Yeah, the the Legends the Legends yeah. Legends is that what and the Legends. That's, legends that's the Legends banner is. Okay. It's what it all has now. Oh, is that the official title yeah. for Expanded Universe? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like they're they're anything that anything that came out before a new dawn, when it's reprinted now, okay. it has the the legends banner on it. Okay, I could see them if if they've already branded it as its own thing, then I could easily see them even maybe once they get a little more established in their universe continuing mm-hmm. on legends. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean yeah. that that splitting the too. universe off so there's the legends and then there's the new one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean i could but i i can see why they they're wary of doing too much with legends until they get established that star mm-hmm. wars is theirs yeah and i mean because i mean and it's not unprecedented either because you had the star wars tales and and stuff that was that was alternate you know alternate history stories this isn't the first time this wouldn't be the first time you had uh sort of Elsewhere, and I mean, you know, DC Comics would call it Elseworlds. Yeah, Elseworlds stories of of, of stuff. I just, yeah. I'd like to, you know, I'd like for there to be some some closure with it rather than. And I mean, granted, I didn't finish the last uh, that last uh, the Crucible book, but it was because it was bad. Yeah, uh, I dropped off the series for a similar reason. <laughs> it, it would be nice if they ended it not talking about that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a little more wider universe, not necessarily. Yeah. yeah so yeah. That, that what, Dwight, what do you think? Yeah. I don't know. You have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about, do you? No. That's okay. So there wasn't I mean, I think I think the thing is we liked the, the, the point is we liked this episode. 
Yeah, I think looking back, that is that's what we're talking we, about. We like we liked this episode. I think there wasn't necessarily. Sometimes there's there's not forty five minutes worth of things to talk about strictly on on the episode, and I will not apologize for that. That's okay. We never said specifically that this would be a forty five minute show. It just seems to work out that no, way. No, well, that I mean, I mean that we. I, there wasn't that much to talk about about this episode, just in general. That's why we have veered off in so many directions. Oh, yeah. Well, and I will not apologize for going off topic. Yeah, fair enough. And also, also anyone anyone uh, who's li- out there listening, uh, Nick and I just had a discussion about the getting rid of the Expanded Universe, and both of us were very level-headed about it. Cause this when is the announcement incredibly happened, unusual. When the announcement happened, we were both very angry. Yeah, it, it has taken us some time to get to this point. <laughs> so you should you should all um you know, and the worst thing like the worst part about it was like I mean and 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 there's and you know there's things uh, you know, I I apologize for bringing up comic books, but there's I I listen I've been listening to podcasts where there there's people ranting about how the new Fantastic Four movie is going to be terrible and and uh and 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 that Marvel's just canceling the book to spite Fox and all this, all this stuff. And I'm like, who cares? And I'm sure that that's exactly how people thought I sounded when they got rid of the expanded universe. But, but that's comic books. That's supposed to happen there. This isn't supposed to happen to Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. There's supposed to be bad movies based on comic books. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Um, the politics thing is, is kind of wonky, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, um, yeah, yeah, but but the point the point is like the worst the, the worst part of probably the even worse than them getting than than the announcement that they were getting rid of the expanded universe was all these people who were online and trying to take the high road as like oh no this is you know you don't have to let a giant company tell you what's important or not and it's like. Like the, and, you know, the whole they own it, they can do whatever they want kind of thing. It, well, and and just you don't need to be mad, like for I, whatever for whatever reason, whatever right. you know. E- either either it was like there's this sort of my canon universe movement that's like you just you decide what books matter. Don't let them tell you what what matters or not. Um, and 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 uh, some other and other st- and and this like. You know, obviously they had to do it this way because this, this, and this, and this, and this, and maybe those, maybe there were rational arguments, but it's like, it was really frustrating because it was just these people who were like, clearly you guys are all overreacting to this. And to which, to which the logical response is you just didn't care as much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, I, it's just like when you're really, really illogically mad about something. You're allowed then, to be illogically yeah, mad. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. It's okay. That, uh, people telling the the worst thing is people telling you don't be mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> You're wrong. Your your opinion is wrong. Your your feelings are wrong. Um, of course, I'm telling them that their opinion is wrong, but their opinion really was but wrong. But if something can make you feel that way, they're obviously doing something right. Well, I don't. I mean, yes, they're doing something right, but when that. I mean, if you're that the thing that makes involved, me mad is them destroying that. Well, I understand. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, saying them, destroying them it is, was right. Also, them is different. Like right. if you're if you're using specific words, um, George Lucas was doing something right when he made a new when he made Star Wars. Yeah, that's the, something uh, you um, emotionally Timothy get Zahn into. Timothy Zahn was doing something right when he wrote the the Thrawn trilogy. 
that doesn't mean that Disney is doing something right when they say that the expanded universe doesn't matter. Right. No, I wasn't saying that, that getting rid of it was right. I was saying that they got you emotionally involved in something that you're this passionate about it when they try to take it away. Right. And that's a good spot, I think, to end because we haven't talked about what happened in the show in like 20 minutes. Final thoughts on the episode, everybody. <laughs> okay. Dwight, let's let's hear it. Um, I thought it was a great mid-season finale. Makes me excited for what's going to come next. And just remind, remember, like us on Facebook. All right. Next. I guess I'll go next. Yeah. Um, basically, I'm sad it's a finale. I mean, now we have to wait. Which kind of sucks because I've started to enjoy this series, <laughs> which I did not do so much with the, the other Clone Wars series. So this is kind of a surprise that I've liked what's come out of this. But I really have. And I'm going to miss it. And that's not what I expected when Kendall <laughs> talked me into doing this podcast. So right. props to them. Well, I... I'm looking forward to doing some of the stuff we're going to do in the meantime. Uh, I'm really looking forward to watching and reviewing uh, the Star Wars Christmas special, which is going to be the first thing we do whenever the next time we get together, which will either be next week or something like that. Uh, I'm looking forward. We're probably, I think we're going to do the return of Darth Maul from, from Clone Wars. Uh, and uh, me and, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much we do in the meantime. I, I'm not sure how many. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure when the next when the when it comes when it returns. So uh, I'm I'm excited for what has what's to come on the podcast. So until next time, keep rebelling. You don't need a cause. <laughs>